mean? I, I can't be replaceable. I, I'm in job preservation mode. Yeah, so um, there's there's a big difference between being replaceable and being replaced. Uh, and then there's a big difference between being replaceable and being indispensable. Um, so uh, to give the context of where this story came from, right? So I, I was working in construction years ago, uh, many, many years ago, 16 years ago, and I got diagnosed with Crohn's disease. And the uh, long story short is that I, uh, Crohn's is an incurable, considered to be incurable and very debilitating illness. And I went from working 18 hour days to working an hour a day at best. And uh, that extreme restriction of time is what ended up informing a lot of what I do. Uh, I would say most of what I end up doing now. Because if you ask somebody that works a nine to five job and you say, hey, what would you, what would you do if you had to leave the office by four? Uh, most people say they'd skip lunch. Like that's the answer. Right. And, but if you ask that same person, what would you do if you only had an hour a day to get your work done? It's, you know, mind blowingly like it, it bends their brains, right? Because it's a totally different way of thinking about it. And because at that point, the question really isn't what would you do? It's what wouldn't you do? And if those things still have to get done, who or what is going to do them for you? So that really formed the basis for the whole system. Uh, and now, the, and, and really brings in the idea of being replaceable because the reason we want to make people more replaceable is so that they can have focus, freedom, and flexibility. Uh, freedom to, or well, sorry, focus so they can focus on what they do best because they have a limited time to do it. Uh, whether they actually have a limited time or not. The flexibility to work how, where, and when you want, because if you allow people to do that, then they will essentially be working at their best, right? Because if just by, um, you know, like the, the osmosis, not osmosis, what's the word, like filling the container that you're given. Right. And the freedom ultimately um, to leave if they so choose. Now, we don't want them to leave. We don't want them to be replaced, but we want them to be able to, because think about it, right? If you could leave your business and the business would continue growing without you, what greater thing could you possibly ask for in the business? Yeah. Unless you have a big ego problem, which many entrepreneurs do. But sure. uh, yeah. ultimately, we want to make people replaceable so that we can replace everybody up, not out. Okay. And is this something that only works from a top level? Like, okay, so I'm a business owner. I mean, thinking of a car sales professional or thinking of somebody that maybe works in one of these other departments, how, what, what are some things that they could do to to think along these lines versus, oh, man, I'm always the one that's got to be pounding the phone or, you know, whatever it might be. So this is really meant to apply to everybody at every level of the business, because a lot of it is really comes down to mindset. I mean, I get very into technology and outsourcing all sorts of stuff, but at the end of the day, if you don't have the right mindset, you don't have the right system, uh, theoretically a system in place, it's not going to matter. And uh, we, we teach this, uh, these different mindsets that it's on a pyramid usually that we draw it out. But essentially, we have four levels of thinking. We have a cog, an engine, an engineer, and then an inventor. And we want everybody to get to the inventor level. And the thing is, is that any one person doing the exact same job could be any one of those things. Uh, so to give you an example, if you take somebody who uh, let's actually the best example I usually come up with is to, to personify a speed bump. Okay. So if a speed bump is a cog at the bottom, right. And you ask him what he does or she, what, you know, right. Be a bump S you say, what do you do? Uh, the speed bump says, well, I slow down cars. Okay. They ask that same cog or you saying that that same speed bump and they're an engine mindset. And you say, what do you do? They say, well, I'm a traffic control device. I make traffic move more effectively. If they're an engineer, then they say, well, I'm a safety device. 
uh, I make people safer. And if they're an inventor, then they say, well, there's a, uh, there's a school 50 feet down the road. So uh, what I do is I save children's lives. Mm. Same person, different mindset. And so you think about that like in a fast food restaurant even. You know, the person who is taking orders at the, the drive-thru window, it, there's a mindset aspect there, right? Um, I had somebody recently in one of my workshops who runs a pool maintenance company and you ask him what he does and he says, I deliver happiness. You know, so it's a lot of that is really comes down to mindset and how you approach what you do because the person who thinks that they are in or thinks like an inventor or an engineer, they're going to show up on time. They're going to work late if they need to or want to, and they're going to do, they're going to take ownership when things don't go well. It, yeah, it reminds me of, um, what is a vehicle really? So like, and I've, I've done workshops in the past where I'm like, guys, what are you, what are you actually selling? And I love that you, you talk about the, the, the pool guy who believes that what he's doing is delivering happiness. Well, I mean, when you see little kids in a pool, (laughs) it's happiness, you it's bliss. And so it's, it's accurate. And I think the same thing about, you know, retail automotive dealers, instead of being like, Oh yeah, we sell cars, we move metal. What about you deliver freedom? Hey, congratulations. You made it to the end of this little nugget of an episode of the Dealer Playbook podcast. Now, if you want to listen to the full episode, head on over to thedealerplaybook.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the show using your favorite podcast player. That way you can get notified every time a new episode goes live. You can also stay up to date with everything DPB by connecting with me over on the Facebook page. All you have to do is search for the Dealer Playbook and then click like or follow. And then, of course, I'd love if you connect with me over on LinkedIn by searching for my name, Michael Cirillo. Now, stay tuned, because in another couple of days, I'm going to hit you with another full episode of the Dealer Playbook Podcast. Okay.